Howdy, boys and girls. Welcome back. It is week 10 of the college football season, the 2022 college football season, week 11 of the Carlin Crappy Show. I am Crappy. Um, my nickname this week is um, appropriate. Um, Nissan has the Heisman house. The Carlin Crappy Show has the COVID house, which is where <laughs> I'm living this week. Um, both my wife and I have it currently. Um, I'm going to have to burn uh the 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 mic cover here when i'm when we're done taping this show um yeah that'll work that'll work too yeah. that'll, that'll work too uh in in the event that i was not able to participate um carla and aj went ahead and basically prepared the entire show um uh, to, uh, fortunately my my symptoms are not awful i'm not feeling that i'm i'm feeling okay um but if i were to talk through this whole thing like i usually would i would i would make it through about halfway i think so what what we're going to do since carla was prepared to do this anyway um carla it's all yes. yours <laughs> it's 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 all yours take it away i get to do this again you so get to do this again it's the second time in a season awesome so okay so that <laughs> means um okay so hi i'm carl i'm in nashville tennessee and i hate college football Ooh. um because you knew that one of us was going to be that, that was, way this week uh, right? it had to happen it had to happen so um so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute I, I have some thoughts about that game shocking i know but um but yeah, AJ's here too. And AJ had a lot of fun um pulling in some some games we're gonna talk about this upcoming weekend. Um yes. so but before we as usual, before we get to the good stuff this weekend, we need to uh, rewind and go mm -hmm. back to what we saw last week. And AJ, I think you probably have the most bonkers look back. So why don't we why don't we start with you on your look back? Because please tell us about this game. Yeah, so last week <clears throat> I said it was an early bedtime. You did. And I tried. Okay. Normally I'm the one who stays up late and I tried to go to bed early because I looked at all the scores and I was like, everything here seems pretty well tied up. Everything's, this is pretty good. I'm just going to go to bed. We'll check scores in the morning. And I get a message uh, from some friends that just says Fresno question mark. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, why Fresno? Cause they're kind of bad. Right. No, no, the late night God has returned. I thought he was done for the season. No, no, Jake Hayner out of nowhere is back playing San Diego State. And they were down. And then all of a sudden, they're like, they had, I think they were down by, they were down by 10. And they go down and they score a touchdown. San Diego State's playing like half prevent, like, we're going to let you score, but we're going to get the ball and then we'll kneel and then this game will be over. So Fresno kind of rolls down the field, scores a touchdown. And then obviously goes for the onside kick. And this kicker, normally they do like the onside kick and they try to like bounce it up into the air and then it tries to be like a jump ball. Right. No, no. This kicker kicks like a 30-yard knuckleball just down along the ground, like it's rolling this way. And then it takes the crazy hop, like a second baseman can't field the ball, hop right in front of a San Diego State player. He touches it. It bounces over his shoulder. And a Fresno State player comes screaming down the sidelines and falls on it. 
So Fresno State gets the ball at like the, I don't know, 45-yard line. <laughs> yeah. One play, 10-yard slant route, receiver breaks a tackle, takes it to the house. Fresno State scores two touchdowns in 13 game seconds. Wow. <laughs> to take the lead. San Diego State comes out. Mind you, San Diego State is on their like fourth string quarterback who actually started the season as a safety. He was not a quarterback to start the season. He was a safety <laughs> to start the season. And he immediately throws a pick. Fresno gets the ball, takes a knee, and wins the game. It was the, one of the most bananas things. It was one of those like, well, you know when you're watching a game and it's late and you're like trying to have that like last little bit. Well, if we score a touchdown and we get a two-point conversion that we can score, we can get the right. onside, that we can score a touchdown and then we'll win. Fresno did it. <laughs> so Fresno actually did it. Like all the things that you think about, it's like, well, it could happen. It did it. It did happen. And it Fresno happened. did it. It was amazing. Yeah, that's it. definitely better than than most of the stuff that that I saw because I definitely was not still up to watch the end of the first note. Uh, no, I was not either. I was not either. Uh, but seeing, re seeing a replay of that sequence, just like uh, uh, jaw on on desk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty ridiculous. Um, crappy. Uh, my view of Saturday is probably a bit different than yours. Um, and I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on this a whole bunch because uh, it that'll 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 gloating that they'll feel like gloating and that's not something we do on the Cartland Crappy Show much. Um, that's not true. <laughs> okay, uh, but no, I, I it's uh, there aren't a whole lot of opportunities for Ohio State in, in the in the conference season to get tested, um, and and Penn State was one of them. Uh, it is a road game. It is a a a a very very good team. A very good defense. Um, probably the best defense that that no the the best defense we've seen this year except for Iowa. Um, and but also a, a the best test for Ohio State's uh, defense um, in, in Penn State's offense. And and Sean Clifford had um, uh, there's a rough start, although not really his fault. Um, right. but. I just, I, I, it's nice to be able to kind of keep checking off boxes um, and, and seeing progression uh, and doing it when, when the team is obviously um, I, I don't know if you can describe Ohio state's offense as depleted at any point, but um, uh, with, with my, this is real. We're being real here. Um, but with my hurt, um, you know, and, and the wide receiver core, um, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. was basically the only one who showed up for the first half, but still got it done. Um, so I'm I'm that that was a that was a, a a dicey game uh for a while uh for me, and that's the first time I felt that way this season. And and leave it to Penn State to do that to me because they always do. Um, but yeah, uh, the other thing I would point out, um, and this isn't this is actually this week. Not last week, but since it happened before we taped the show, I would point out that up uh, that's here that my my Ohio Bobcats um, pretty much crushed the Mac East leading Buffalo um, bison bison. Are they the buff? What are they? Are they the, are they the bison? The bulls. The bulls. I yes, bulls. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, in Athens on Tuesday night for the uh, the start of Maction Maction folks action it's um that did, did the, the full the full conference plays uh tuesday and wednesday night next week so don't don't miss it 
Um, we're, we're not gonna, but, um, seeing the, seeing the Bobcats take care of business and, and, and after being publicly critical of Tim Alban, um, I, I, I have to say he is, he is quietly putting together, uh, at least in conference, a, a, a good season. So let's see what they do for the rest of the year. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, we have opposite takes on, mm-hmm. um, on, on, on that one big game, um, the, the big naked game. Um, so my thought is this, and that is this game hurt more than the Michigan loss because this was a game that Penn state could have won. Mm-hmm. They were in the game all yeah. the way through. Yep. Um, you cannot turn the ball over four times against the number two team in the country and expect to win. But the fact that, that game came down to the fourth quarter um, and we were texting um, and I said, please let me know when you get caught up on the game, because I need to send you the text that I want to send right now, which was the pick six um, that pretty much sealed the deal. And in all caps, I screamed, I hate college football. I, hate college um, football. I had to leave. I, we, we were getting um, my, my wife had tested positive on Friday night and we were taking her yeah. to get a, a confirmation test for work. So I had to leave with nine minutes left um, and, and Penn State had just scored. Yep. Um, so if you watch that game, you will, you're, you will recognize nine minutes and then all the stuff that happened after that. I saw none of that live. I saw none of it. So I did not, um, until we got back, uh, from, from the, the, the minute clinic, we, I, I had, I did not know how all that stuff came together. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was painful to watch live. And as soon as you saw the pick six, it was like, that's it. That's, that's it. Mm. Um, and I cannot remember that player's name. Help me. JTT. That's all J- you need. JTT. That's all you need. Okay. Um, I don't remember his last name either. The, yeah. Jonathan Taylor so, Thomas at the age of 55, somehow on the field. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> right? know. I mean, what a, what a game, right? Yeah. Pick six, um, forced fumble, um, another interception, I think. Um, he pretty much another, accounted another for sack. most yeah. a sack. Yeah, he pretty much accounted for most of the Ohio State turnovers, mm-hmm. um, or the Penn State turnovers. Um, just played outside of his over his head, and like you can't. There's nothing you can do about that kind of situation, right? From Penn State side, it's just like when you got a kid who plays over his head in a big time game like that. There's no, there's nothing you can do mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, here's the good thing. I'm looking at the schedule and going Penn state should finish the season with only two losses. Um, so, you know, let's book our trip to the Outback bowl, annual trip, Penn state trip to the Outback bowl and just call it, you know, Hey, um, not a terrible season. The other thing that I noticed, um, Holy K state, <laughs> Holy K state, uh, huh. Um, with a backup quarterback. Thank you very much. Um, it, it, just crazy, crazy stuff out of my power cats. Um, shutting out Oklahoma State's first time Oklahoma State's been shut out in a long time. I don't remember the exact the exact date, but I know it's been a long, long time since the Pokes have been shut out. Um, and here's the thing: like this is the crazy thing. I didn't I didn't see any of that game. Um, because I saw the score, and then I was, uh, you know, I. I, I'm married to a Florida grad, so we were watching the uh, cocktail party. Um, and so I'm like, I'm going to go to Target. So I left and went to Target. <laughs> but I'm listening to the K-State call on the radio as I'm driving um, to go to Target. And they're just like cool, calm, and collected calling this game. And like every time K-State touches the ball, they're scoring. And it's just like they're calling it like a normal game. I'm like, wait, guys, do you understand what's happening here? <laughs> like, No, it was they don't. Like, it was just like, <laughs> no, this is normal, whatever. 
whatever. Um, so suddenly the the case or the TCU win over K State looks that much better, I think. Um, if K State's gonna continue to play this way to finish out the season, and could we be seeing a rematch at K State TCU for a Big Twelve title? Ooh. Heck yes, I think we could. I, I think we could. <laughs> um so yes, I'm still obsessed with the with the Big Twelve apparently. Um, and even though I didn't see that game, like that was just bonkers. Um, the other thing, the weekend was so bonkers, I don't even remember what happened because I had to go look this up because I forgot that it happened. Um, oh yeah, Missouri beat South Carolina, like the same South Carolina team that beat Texas A and M a couple weeks ago. You know what? I got to be really honest. Who hasn't beat Texas A and M at this point? <laughs> Miami. It's just you, Miami. That's it uh that's, that is, sounds that feels appropriate too that that, that i feels mean right. it is they lost to app state they're paying jimbo 95 million dollars for this they're paying jimbo 95 million dollars to take l's in the sec it is incredible with a record they're, that's not any better than someone's uh yeah. <laughs> it's actually worse yeah it's actually worse hold on let's just go ahead crude oil yep. Futures. And while you're looking that up, um, also, um, I guess so. cheers to the Iowa Hawkeyes who finally scored more than 14 points in a game. Congratulations, Iowa! You did it. Found nice an work, guys. For one game against Northwestern, Northwestern still not won a game in we this are, No, they haven't. <laughs> we are at 89 dollars a barrel uh, for crude oil right now. So, okay. uh, if we break if we break 100, yeah, that that buyout's happening. Okay. Um, okay. But this is I'm not kidding. For those of you who are not as in-depth with this, uh, Texas A&M, most of their booster money comes from oil and gas. So if you want to know the feeling uh, and how ready they are to do something, just check the price of the barrel of the price of a barrel of crude oil. That'll tell you everything you need to know, specifically the Permian Basin, but uh, that's that's most of Texas. But it, you know, just if you're looking to see what the what the what the temperature is for Jimbo, if the if the price of oil is down, Jimbo's safe. That's all. <laughs> um that by the way that press conference that he called in like april to like just be mad as hell at nick saban yeah looks yes. pettier and pettier and stupider and stupider <laughs> by the day yes it does it does um, it does hey uh hey carla real quick who's texas a&m playing this weekend i don't even remember i know it's a good they're playing florida no that's right yes ah we'll get to fun. them in a moment hey carla what happened to the cfp rankings this what week? happened to cfp rankings um yeah, so that's the thing. They they were released on Tuesday night, um, first rankings, and normally we'd be recording this show on Tuesday nights and have like immediate kind of reaction out of it, but um, we're doing this on Wednesday. So we've had a day to kind of digest um, what we think. So let me give you a quick rundown in case you haven't seen them. Um, number one, your Tennessee Volunteers. We all um, saw this num- coming. We all saw this coming. Don't sure. don't play around. Tennessee number one first playoff ranking. We all saw this coming at the beginning yeah. of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number two, yeah. Ohio State. Three, Georgia. Four, Clemson. Um, first two out is uh, five, Team Up North. Um, and six, Bama, with the top ten being TCU, Oregon, USC, and LSU. LSU? Um any initial thoughts? Crappy, I'll go to you first. What were your thoughts on on the rankings? I've got a couple of thoughts. Uh, Clemson. Yeah. I mean, I've been paying attention to them all all year, and it, it's a good team. They're they're not. I mean, if 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 the committee's looking at this like these, if if we're we're ending the season right now, these are the four teams. There is absolutely no way. Clemson, uh, TCU should be ahead of them. Michigan should be ahead of them. Alabama should be ahead of them. 
And and I the period period to, to have Clemson in the top four is is ridiculous. I would I I concur. That was one of my thoughts too. AJ, what were, did you have any thoughts on the? I know this is a little bit outside of your purview here. Yeah, yeah. this is there's too uh, there's too many teams that I've never heard of before. Um, so <laughs> the I I got a message from a friend of mine who said. Why is TCU, he's a TCU fan. If you're listening, hi, Dave. Um, he's a TCU fan, and he asked, why Clemson ahead of TCU? And I said, well, number one, um, Clemson has, uh, the, the playoff committee has a tendency to give uh, credit to historical success. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um and then they they will start with recent success, and then they will go to historical success. This is why Tennessee's number one. And he was like, Tennessee number one? What's that about? I was like, it's also the first playoff ranking. It doesn't matter. No. Um, and I said, if you would like, he's like, TCU should be fourth or whatever. And I was like, okay, well, let's break this down. Tennessee and Georgia are going to play each other this weekend. Ohio State yep. and Michigan are going to play each other before the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the top five, two of those teams are going to have one loss before the end of the season. Yep. Yep. Full stop. That's just how sports work, right? And then you have Clemson, who doesn't face a ranked team before the end of the year, before the ACC championship game, in which they will likely play UNC. So, yeah, it's very plausible that Clemson goes undefeated, wins the con- wins the conference, and then you have an undefeated Clemson who's a conference champion. You're going to put them in the playoff. Just right. that's how it goes, right? And then you have TCU. You also don't face anybody right. Actually, I take that back. Excuse me. Let me put some respect on the Texas Longhorns at 24. You play Texas and then potentially K-State again in the Big 12 championship. Can K-State beat you in the championship game? Because now you're doing a rematch situation. That usually doesn't spell out well. Right. So win out, you're in the playoff. That's how this is going to go. Alabama is Alabama plays LSU this weekend, and then they will likely play either Tennessee or Georgia in the SEC title game if they win the West. Mm-hmm. So, like the four, the three SEC, the three or four SEC teams in the top ten will sort itself out. Yep. yep. The two teams in the Big Ten who are in the top ten we'll that will also out. sort each other will sort each other out. Yep. Right. So there is a. I, I I think there's a clear path for TCU to get into the playoff. If you if you're a TCU fan, there's a clear path for you to get in. Clemson also has a pretty clear path. And by the way, b- judging by um, uh, game on paper and advanced stats, uh, there the uh, Clemson defense is number thirty one, and their offense is number eighteen. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, other way around, their defense is number eighteen, their offense okay. is number thirty one. They yeah. are perfectly fine. Yeah. Like I don't think they're a bad I don't think they're a bad team who hasn't played anybody. I do think they've played a relatively butt ACC schedule, but that's the ACC and they can only control what they can control. Right. Uh Georgia pasting Oregon I think looks really great when Oregon is sitting there at number 9, but right. that was also before they knew what to do with Bo Nix and Bo Nix is playing wildly better than they played last time. So I could absolutely see Georgia and Oregon playing again and that game not being a 49 nothing game. I still think mm-hmm. Georgia wins. But I don't think it's a 49 nothing game anymore. No. So I think there's – I think right now this is fun. By the way, uh, real quick trivia question. Who was the very first number one college football playoff ranked team? The very first one in the very first ranking? I used to know the answer to this question. It's Mississippi State. 
So in case you're wondering how goofy the first <laughs> ranking is, it's usually because it's mid-October. We only know a little bit and the bigger, heavier back-end schedules haven't happened yet. Right. Yes. So I would settle down about the number one ranking and who's in the top 10, play your games, play your schedule. Schedule watch, scoreboard watch all you'd like to, yes. but you've still got to win your games. Yep. Yeah, no, that was kind of my thing. Like I, I like the number one Tennessee did not stun me. Like I, based on who has the best win right now, it's Tennessee um, beating Al- beating Alabama. I think that gives them the number. Like that didn't stun me because again, it's going to sort itself out. Right. So one, two, and three, as long as they were all within the one, two, and three, like I was fine with that. I had a hunch the committee was going to go UT one. Um, again, the Clemson thing, you, you outlined it really nicely there, AJ, but like to me, if you, one, the argument against TCU was that they hadn't like, the teams that they played that were ranked since dropped out of the rankings. But the same thing can be said for Clemson. And TCU won f- against four straight ranked opponents. Clemson's beat three ranked opponents, and all of those games were close. Mm-hmm. And the other knock against TCU was the fact that, like, they've looked mortable at times, right? See yeah. West Virginia. But so has Clemson. Like, I, so the arguments that they keep putting against TCU, yes, I think this is entirely a historical thing that puts Clemson at number four right now if I'm doing the college football rankings horny toads are number four I think they're the fourth best team in the country and they've done the most in recent memory to come back persevere and beat West Virginia and then go out and you know like it's TCU has done the most recently to me the the committee tends to favor that so I'm I'm actually quite surprised that TCU is all the way at seven. Um, then, yeah, then I think had... having TCU at I think having TCU at five or six would have been a thing. Yeah, but then you can also play yeah. the head-to-head game. TCU versus Alabama. Who are you picking? Right now, probably Alabama, but the game's tight. TCU versus Michigan. I would. I would take. I, I would take TCU. Might be taking TCU. Depends. Yep. Depends on where we're playing. TCU but... versus Clemson. TCU. TCU. Okay, so what you would really be having there is Bama at four, TCU at five. <laughs> I like to, I honestly like to play that little head-to-head game of like, okay, you mm-hmm. don't like the teams who are in front of you, right? Your team versus their team at a neutral site tomorrow. Well, who's winning? Right. Well, and, and most people would pick Bama ahead of would pick Bama ahead of TCU. Yep. I honestly probably pick Michigan over TCU right now. Do I think? Listen, I love you, Hidden Toads. I really, really do, but. Nope, that's not where I wanted to search. I wanted to search here. I wanted to search for a specific statistic because TCU against the run is the number 60th, late high 50s, almost 60th ranked mm-hmm. rushing defense. Michigan would absolutely run all over them. J.J. McCarthy wouldn't have to move his arms. So that's the sort of thing where it's like their, de- their defense is, they have like a number 100 ranked pass defense. Like TCU's defense is kind of butt. Their offense is fantastic. They can't, they they play not great defense, and that's what's pulling them down in those rankings. Now, they could absolutely do that. They could, you know, go ahead, steamroll Texas Tech. They have uh crap, who's left? We have TCU has uh we're we're still not even into the actual talking about the 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 actual upcoming schedule. I know TCU has Texas Tech, Texas, Baylor, and Iowa State. Yeah. Put the brakes, put the clamps on those four, and we can talk about moving you up. But right now, mm-mm. nope. I'd probably have Clemson beating TCU too. 
Like okay. that's not a knock on TCU, but I think all three of those teams are going to put points up on your defense. Now, can those defenses stop your team? That's a different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's and that's how TCU's beaten teams all year this year yeah. is that like they just score more points. Um, we could have a long debate about number ten LSU because I have thoughts about that, but we also have a whole bunch of games that we need to get through this week, <laughs> and so um, we will see what happens. That's going to sort itself out because um, yeah, that, there's a big game. We're going to talk about them here in in a, a few minutes. Um, they've got a big game coming up this week, but. Before we get into our full schedule, we have to um, ask Crappy what's going on with our Big Red Bears. The Big Red Bears. Um, last weekend was the first uh, week of a two-week stretch where they're playing the best teams in the conference. Um, and and on the road against Princeton, uh, it went about as you'd expect. Uh, the 35-9 to nine was the final score. Um, it, it's interesting because I, I continue to see uh, a lot more creativity, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And this was actually this was actually a tight game for the first half, um, and and uh, and entertaining because what what they do when they have the ball, um, the, the the play calling is is uh, it's a lot of fun. They have a, a mobile quarterback who is uh, difficult to deal with. Um, I wish the defense was better. Um, and then that, you know, you'd hope for a little more consistency, but, uh, in the end, you know, Princeton, Prince is a better team. Um, personally, um, uh, my nephew did not play again because of the dreaded high ankle sprain. And to be honest, I don't know if he's, uh, if he's going to be playing or, uh, or not this weekend, you can look for that in the show notes. I will, I will find out by the time that we get the show published. Um, they're at home. But they are also uh, playing Penn, which was undefeated until last weekend when they lost to a Brown a Brown Bears team. What was the song, AJ? Big Red Brown Bears. Big Red Bears and a Big Brown Bear. I don't know how they went. But, um, <laughs> and they played a football game. That's they what played it was. Football, <laughs> they played a football game, and, and the Big Red Bears beat the Brown Bears. So they're, the transitive properties here suggest... Um, that 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 uh, Cornell is going to win this game handily, but we, we we will see. We will see how that goes, and uh, and 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 um, when we find out about Drew's status, we will let you know that as well. Cool. Um. So yeah, I let's hope Drew plays. Um, and let's hope the transitive properties of college football um translate to the Ivy League. Come on, it, transitive gods. It, it has to, right? Because that's like the transitive property is like a smart thing. Mm-hmm. It is. Right? It is. Ivy it's a big word. Really like, big weird weird big words. Yeah, sure. They know okay. those things. Go Big Red Bears. Um, okay, so this week's slate. Um, we have approximately 72 games to talk about today this week. Okay. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff. And when I was going through kind of selecting out games, I was like, like ooh, this is really interesting. Um, which I think, crappy, that's happened to you a couple times this season, too. It You've has. It has. I have, I have fallen trapped to this um, the majority of the weeks this year. Yeah, it's it's been really easy to fall down these rabbit holes. And then, of course, I asked AJ to add some of his stuff in here since we knew that he was going to probably be a part of this. And so we're not going to do a traditional uh, group of five after dark report. We just kind of nope. mixed it all in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so w- I had I had 10 games on the schedule and AJ added more. So we are going to do our very best speed round here with all three of us in pretty much the person who picked put the game on the rundown has um kind of more of the analysis to go through here so we are going to try to go that route um and just see how this all works um so everybody ready we stretched we carved all that mm-hmm. uh, car- uh, yeah. uh, i need an inhaler 
I think I need it. <laughs> All right, we're good. Let's go. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we are starting early this week. Um, and uh, getting things going on Friday. Of course, it's the first week of Maction, so we've already started technically. So, um, so yeah. so, so seven thirty Eastern Friday, CBS Sports Network, the network of champions. Um, this is a game shockingly that AJ put on the schedule. Um, That's UMass right. at UConn, and he says mm. here in all caps, UConn is favored by. 15 and a half points um the yeah. aj fun index is uh not quite so fun 40 but aj um i'll let you explain why this game is on our schedule this week i need you all to talk to your children about a bowl season yukon team yukon <gasps> has four wins right now they are playing umass this week umass on the computer rankings because they mm -hmm. still do those these are the old bcs computer rankings they mm -hmm. still do them um, UMass is an almost unanimous worst team in FBS. Like 83 of the like 100 computer rankings have UMass at the very bottom. So there's a pretty good consensus that UMass is just ass. So there is, we have a good, U, a, like a decent UConn team. UConn almost beat Utah State to start the season. Yes. If we all remember that in Logan. Like they went across the country and put a scare into Utah State. We all went, is Utah State bad or is UConn good? The answer, both. So <laughs> they're a two touchdown plus favorite. I, I'm saying this again, a two touchdown plus favorite against UMass. They will likely win. They play Liberty next week. <clears throat> nope. Yeah, that's not that's not that's gonna not great. No. no. That's not gonna happen. And they finish with Army. Ooh. Hmm. That's plausible. It unfortunately it, for the hat I'm wearing, it is. Unfortunately for the hat I'm wearing, it is. Also crappy. Hmm. <clears throat> that's a look ahead. That's a let. That's a letdown. Look ahead sandwich right there. Yes, it is. It, it, it is. Who does Army play the week after they play UConn? Uh, they play oh. Navy. Navy. Yep. So there is a possibility that wow. UConn beats the troops. To go bowling. <laughs> Jim Mora, uh, you know what? I laughed when they hired Jim Mora. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Jim Mora, <laughs> like, uh, uh, no, we're here for Huskies football. Go UConn, go bowling. I want UConn <laughs> in the Bahamas Bowl or something stupid like that. Like, let's have that. Sure. Yeah. Why not go, get, go bowling UConn for the first time in how many won... years? Like, you should go to the Bahamas. Like, right. UConn won, barely won two games last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, it was like a true, actually, they lost to UMass last year. It was a true like celebration that they won two games last year and they might go bowling this year. Amazing yeah. work, Jim Mora. Crazy so, stuff. There, go ahead, go UConn. We're here for Huskies football. Nice. Crap, you got anything to add to that one? I'm, I would, I would go on the record um, as, as being in favor of UConn beating Army in that game if it if that is the difference for them uh to to get a berth in the bahamas bowl or or wherever else they they, they send them to the bahamas good lord let, 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 let this that's that, that's got to happen that's got army that's got to be the one army losing to yukon is really service for our country yeah I, yeah 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 i agree i agree <laughs> i'm on board and we're talking about bowl season and it's the first weekend in november i love it okay um <laughs> <laughs> moving on i i have no thoughts on that game i'm um, sure yukon um 10 30 eastern friday we've got a late night um on a friday night we're staying up late um 
10.30 Eastern Friday, ESPN 2, number 23, Oregon State at Washington. Washington favored by three and a half. AJ Fun Index of 56. Eh. Um, Crappy, you have a thought on this game? I'm, I'm the one that put this game on the schedule. For, it's primarily for like one reason. Yeah. Um. Uh, number one, I will not be awake for this game. I I can yeah. I can guarantee that. Um. I'm eh, I'm I'm gonna I'm we're going for the whole uh, the the full Huskies slate on Friday. Um. I I like Washington and Michael Penix Jr. at home. Um. Nice. To, for the upset, go go Huskies East and West of the East and West Coast varieties. I like that. Nice. AJ, your thoughts? Um. This one might be very fun. There's a reason why Washington's only favored by three and a half and they're at home, which is effectively, this is a pick them game in a neutral site. Right. Um, the Beavers passing offense is okay. Washington's pass defense couldn't stop a stiff breeze right now. They, <laughs> this might be closer than it looks. Um, go Beavs. I'm taking the Beavs here. Yeah, like I really, really want to pick Oregon State in this game because like high school mascot was the beaver, right? Like we've talked about this before that like I'm kind of a closet Oregon State fan. Um, But Michael Penix Jr.'s numbers are just stupid. Like they're video game silly. He's going to surpass 3000 yards in this game and maybe even in the first quarter. Like he's that close already. Um, And Washington has the number one passing offense in the country. (sighs) Beavs passing defense. Eek. 67th um at the same time beavers passing offense is okay washington as aj said washington's pass defense non-existent um this game's fun i think this is i 56 that that feels low 56 feels feels real low feels feels like a 35 31 type of game yeah exactly i would say take the over and um unfortunately i think i have to pick against well, yeah, I think I have to pick against my beeves in this game. I think I think Huskies are the pick here just because of Penix. Um if this game was was in Corvallis Corvallis, yeah, Corvallis. If this game was in Corvallis, I think I would pick this game differently. But the fact that it's in in in, in Seattle, um I'll take the uh the Huskies at home, unfortunately. Um moving to Saturday. Noon Eastern CBS. We're 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 going we're going a different route to start the weekend. Um, serving your troops, the Commander in Chief clinching game, Air Force at Army. Air Force favored by seven. AJ Fun Index of forty. Take one stab as to who put this game on the schedule. AJ, it's all yours. <laughs> it is me. Uh, this is a Commander in Chief clinching game. Air Force is real good. Army's not. If Air Force wins, they've already beaten Navy this year in a 14 to 10 barn burner. Um, if they win, uh, they will clinch the commander in chief trophy and army and Navy is just for tradition and singing second. Um, the only exception I will make to the fun index, which I usually like to be very high. The only time I will make an exception is for option football. And if you want option football, you want the service academies. Um, I expect Air Force to win. I expect them to clinch the trophy. Everybody can be mad about it. Air Force is the best option service academy this year. So, crappy. I know you have your army hat on. Tell me your feelings. <laughs> army training, sorry. Ooh, that hurt. That was that, that was painful, actually. <laughs> um, I should not pick army in this game. I'm going to anyway. Go army. Hey, listen, go with your heart. <laughs> go army beat air force go air force beat army like i also love the fact that there's just like the go arm go 
go your service academy beat other service academy and all three of them have this because yes if the if the military is nothing it is repetitive mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. we're Carla, good at that how do you feel about this and and, and petty sometimes too um yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so again uh, we like it AJ, last time we did a show together, um, I, I I made you laugh by saying that I still think it's hilarious that Air Force doesn't have a passing offense. I still find that to be hilarious, but I also think that the Air Force is the better team this year. Um, and so I think Air Force is the pick in this game. Um I, also hammer the under. If you're if you're gonna uh, bet this game, hammer the crap out of that under. This is a <laughs> this is also a 14 to 10 part. There, there is a thing we can all agree on. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, if you, you just go ahead and put your bet in now on the Army Navy under two, just go ahead and do it. <laughs> it doesn't matter what that what that that does not no is. that literally does not miss. There's Army yeah. Navy under never misses. <laughs> it never misses. Okay, moving on. Um, something that we're very very familiar with at this point. Big nude Fox. Um, Texas Tech at number seven. Again, we are using the college football playoff rankings now. So number seven TCU. Uh, TCU favored by nine and a half. AJ fun index of a very fun highest that we've had on the show, tied with one of the games Ooh, that we had our week. Um, look at that. Sixty nine and a half. Nice points. Um. I'll go crappy first on this one since you're just kind of looking at this all of a sudden and going, huh? <laughs> um, I, 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 this is tough. I mean, uh, I'm uh, as a as an Ohio State person, obviously familiar with Quinn Ewers and and just kind of watching out of morbid curiosity what happens with him in Texas. And um, since his injury early in the season, he's he's played better. He is he is showing. Uh, glimpses of the promise that that landed him in Columbus and and then landed him in Austin. I'm still I'm 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 not going to let up on 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 TCU here though. I it, the, the the defense is is not good, which is why they've had to make the the, the comebacks that they've made. They had to do it at WVU last weekend. Um, at home, perhaps a bit more comfortable. Um, but yeah, I, I, the TCU horny toads win this at home. AJ, your thoughts? Um, I hope TCU comes out plays with an edge. I really do. Uh, Texas Tech, you're right. They beat Quinn Ewers, the Sands Quinn Ewers Texas team. Uh, Texas Tech, they're number one in plays per game at 86. They are not successful at all on those. They are number 81 in EPA and number 62 in success rate. They're real bad. They <laughs> they run a ton of plays. Their passing offense, which you would think would be very good, is not. They are like number 105 in passing offense, even though they are number one in passing plays per game. You would think you might want to move on to something else if that's the case, but that's the way your offense runs. Uh, good news for Texas Tech, though. TCU's pass defense is real crap. So you might be able to be a little successful here. Um, Texas Tech has a relatively stiff defense. This is the inverse of what we you normally expect from Texas Tech because most of right. us remember the Mike Leach years. Uh, this one could get a little spicy, but I expect TCU to win. Uh, Texas TCU needs to come out and absolutely womp Texas Tech in order to kind of if you you want to be higher than seventh, womp Texas Tech and let's let's go for it here. Yeah. Well, and I mean. I, I hearken back to what we talked about last week on the show was like, are we underrating TCU? And I still think personally, I still think that's happening. Um, 
but I think you're right. Making a statement win against a Texas tech team um, that has a decent defense by kind of by big 12 standards. They're still not in the top two in the big 12. We'll get to those top two teams here shortly. Um, But Texas tech came out and tried to leverage the, this is our year in the big 12 after they beat Texas and it hasn't worked out that way. And if anything, you know, TCU is, is trending in the right direction, continues to trend in the right direction. Um, the big question here is that is the, is, is Texas Tech's defense legit? They've played well. Are they legit? Can they slow down that horny toads offense enough? Slow down Max Dugan enough to be able to keep up because you're right. The, the, the Red Raiders offense is not, what you would expect um so yes of course i'm i'm on the horny toads bandwagon this year um i'm taking the horny toads here and i think you're right i think they need to win big they need to they need to um win by more than nine and a half points i think um to really kind of get the the committee's attention um okay uh also at noon eastern on the big 10 network um this one probably was a head scratcher as to why i put this uh, i'm the one that put this one on the schedule um maryland at wisconsin wisconsin favored by five at home um aj fun index of a not so fun 50 and a half um Mm. i'm gonna go ahead and, and say why i put this on the schedule and then i'll ask the other two what they think um maryland's already bowl eligible they're six and two they're right in the thick of things in the Big Ten East for now. Um, yet Bucky is favored by five at home. Um, I guess they're accounting for the Terps defense, which isn't great. Um, quarterback matchup here should be really, really fun to watch because you've got um, younger brother Talia Tagovailoa, who has 2,000 yards on the season and 13 touchdowns, and he missed a game. Um and Graham Mertz, who has been at Wisconsin for 47 years, has 1,630 yards with 17 touchdowns. And Maryland has never beaten Wisconsin. They are 0-3 all time. This is the year. I think the Terps beat Bucky in Madison. Ooh. I think this is I think this is the year that the Terps do it. That's just my kind of gut here. Um I think I think they're motivated. I think the Terps are motivated to win this game because they've never had the opportunity to do it. So that was why I put it on here because um, I thought the whole setup was kind of intriguing here. Crappy, your your fellow Big Ten, or what do you think on this one? I kind of like like your pick. Um, um, Maryland is the is the, uh, the the Big Ten team that that gave Michigan uh, a, a a run for its money um, and did that on the road. Uh, they're they're defense is almost non-existent and but but playing wisconsin maybe that's not a big deal i'm not sure um grambert's grambert's has been playing pretty well uh particularly the second half of the season um but in terms of quarterback play wisconsin quarterback play pretty well it might be different from maryland quarterback play Pretty well, um, if if that makes sense. I I like the Terps shot here at at a, at winning this game on the road. You, we agree on something. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Who knew? Mm-hmm. AJ, you're skeptical. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. <laughs> doesn't. Some 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 math isn't math in here. 
Um, Wisconsin's four and four, but how much of that was uh, the fine folks in the previous administration? Graham Mertz is not great, but he's also got only six picks to 17 touchdowns. I gotta be really honest. Give me Scotty. It's four. It's zero and four. Sorry, Maryland. It ain't happening. It's uh, it's uh, it's no. It listen. It's November, and it's time for you to go back to being Maryland. Okay. <laughs> so that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, it's there's always like September Maryland, and they beat Texas, and everybody's like, oh, here comes the Terps, and then they play the Big Ten. And they go, oh crap, we're still an ACC team. And they just kind of fall apart after a while. Yeah, this is Wisconsin. It's also in Camp Randall. They're going to be jumping around. Uh, the ESPN matchup predictor, according to ESPN Analytics, has a 60% chance of Wisconsin. No one believes in the Terps. Your defense is a shell. Go to your home. Nope. <laughs> On that note, um, that gets us out of the noon slate. Um, That's out of the noon slate. It is. We are now into the 3.30 slot. We are finally into the, the mid-afternoon 3 to 3.30 slot. We're going to start at 3 o'clock Eastern on um, ESPN+. Plus. Uh, yeah. Baylor at Oklahoma. Oklahoma favored by three and a half at home. Uh, the AJ Fund Index is in, eh, kind of fun, 57 and a half. Um, AJ, you're the one that raised the, my attention to this game uh, via the text, which is why I put it on the schedule. So would you like to disclose? Like My, my question, AJ, how did that happen television-wise? Yeah, so long ago, uh, the Big 12 teams owned what was called their Tier 3 rights. Right. This is where, do you guys remember the Oklahoma-Army game where Army took Oklahoma to overtime, but no I one do. could see it because it was on pay-per-view? I do. Yep. That was when all of the teams owned their own Tier 3 rights. And they could, they could hold one game to put on like a local TV station or pay-per-view or whatever. When they signed their more recent tv deal and uh if we'd like and we don't we won't have time maybe next week we'll talk about it the big 12 signed a new tv deal we'll talk about it then um yeah. but they gave their tier three tv rights to espn and this is where big 12 now comes into uh play so at the very beginning of the season there are a bunch of ESPN plus games that are pre-picked. These are in the contract. So this year, West Kansas at West Virginia, Ohio at Iowa state, that mm -hmm. Tulane at K state game, Texas tech at Kansas state, which was also super fun. Baylor at Oklahoma this week, also West Virginia at Iowa state. So if you're looking for that game also on ESPN plus and Kansas at Texas tech, all of these are ESPN plus games. These are predetermined at the beginning of the season. So theoretically if Baylor and Oklahoma were playing to what we believe Baylor and Oklahoma should have been playing at like last year and this yeah. year, yeah. this yeah. would have been like a really weird, good game to put on ESPN plus. So these are predetermined uh, other games. So member retained tele telecast. So like ULM at Texas is on the Longhorn network. This is how Texas gets a couple games. UTSA at Texas was also on the Longhorn network. They, they preload all of these. Very rarely do they split. There's only a few games where they actually pick networks. So Baylor at Texas is split between ABC and ESPN. It'll depend that week on how the, the, the mouse is feeling and where they put that game. So this was all yep. preordained. But when I first saw it, I was like, what else is on the ESPN family of networks during this time period? And the answer is Penn State at Indiana 
and mm-hmm. two Sunbelt games. And I was like, and you, those felt like better games to put on television than Baylor, Oklahoma. That seems really weird. And then it, the, then I found out this whole contract thing. So uh, they, ESPN is not doing this on purpose. This was all preordained. Sorry. So Penn State and Indiana, you will get that as your <laughs> national broadcast because Baylor and Oklahoma, you got to pay five bucks for. Right. Well, there, you made a, a preordained joke. So the, so the church person in me says that this is this is the Presbyterian game of the week. Hey, um, absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely. like it. That checks out. I like so, it. Some of you get that joke. Um, crappy, you have thoughts on this game? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I it, it's 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 interesting. I, um, Baylor, uh, Baylor actually plays defense. Uh, By which is standards. Yes. Um, a, a, a something of a rarity in in that in that conference. Um. I know, you know, Oklahoma's been a a, a whipping boy all season. I kind of think, um, I don't know they, they, having stuff turned. Oklahoma getting the season turned around is is a is a it's a relative thing, um, given the the depths that they hit during Red River rivalry. Uh, but I I'm I I feel better about Oklahoma being at home. Um, and and getting it done in this game, so I'm I'm gonna go with the Sooners. Yeah, I was similar. I I really wanted to pick Baylor in this game because, like you mentioned, defense, right? So, um, Baylor's got the second best defense in the Big Twelve, second only to Iowa State. That's important. So, I was going to take defense wins championships, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was gonna say Baylor wins this game because Baylor can actually play defense, and Oklahoma's just been so up and down this season that who the heck knows which Oklahoma team's gonna show up. Until you look and realize that Oklahoma just beat the pants off of Iowa State, the top defense in the conference. So the whole idea of the Baylor defense is going to be what wins them this game. Oklahoma just proved they could beat the best defense in the league. Why can't they beat the second best defense in the league? Now, there's a difference here in offensive firepower, right? Iowa's offense, not great. Baylor's offense, better than Iowa State's. Um, but is it enough to be able to keep up with an Oklahoma offense that can, if it gets its act together, put up points? Um, I think the Sooners are the pick at home. If this game was in Waco, maybe I would think Baylor. Um, but I don't know. I I kind of feel like the Sooners are the pick here, and I wish it wasn't that way. I don't know. I kind of wanted to pick Baylor, but I'm going to take I'm the gonna... Sooners. I'm also going to take the Sooners because the Wed Wibble Wibbley um, game and the reason that was so lopsided is Dylan Gabriel didn't play. He got knocked out in the yeah. uh, previous game. So they were on a backup quarterback who is not nearly as good as Dylan Gabriel, and it showed. Um, Dylan Gabriel is back. He's why they beat, he's why Kansas took an L in their get right game. Um, he's why they beat Iowa State. OU has stepped it up on defense recently where they can actually stop some people now. I'm going to go ahead and take the Sooners at home here too. Um, Baylor is good. Their defense is fine. I think there's a there's an opportunity here for OU to kind of say like, hold on, hold on, we're not dead yet. And kind of put their kind of put their foot back into the 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 whole Big 12 sort of picture. Um, yeah. But yeah, give me the Sooners at home. Okay, then we move on to the big one because we're this going is in the chronological Baptist. order. And this oh. is the this is the Baptist game. 
<laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think uh, that 3.30, works in case you're wondering, 3.30 Easterns on CBS. Um, Number one, Tennessee at number three, Georgia. Georgia favored by eight and a half. AJ Fund Index of a pretty fun 65 and a half. Um, Crappy, what are your thoughts? Um, Carlos notes say Georgia has looked mortable, and that's absolutely true. Um, but in, in big games, when, when they've needed to be on, uh, they're on, um, they, that's, that's when Georgia looks like full on death star. Um, how, how in, in the world would you ever beat this team? Um, I expect them to be at that sort of level, um, I would I would think about this differently if it was if it was at Tennessee. It is not. Um, I'm picking Georgia. Yeah, I some more thoughts about venue here. I think plays a, a crucial role. AJ, what do you think? <laughs> this is all fireworks, um, and I did not have that on my calendar as Tennessee Georgia fireworks factory fire <laughs> at the beginning of the season. <laughs> um, honestly. If Tennessee could do what they did on offense to Alabama, they'd probably do it to Georgia. If Georgia can slow down on Tennessee, that's the thing. This is Tennessee's offense to go win. Their defense is fine. They don't have like a world killer defense like Georgia does. I don't think Georgia necessarily has a world killer offense. Their wide receivers are okay. Their tight ends are mutants. Yes. Brock Bowers is a literal mutant. He does not, he is not of the same species that, that he is built, literally built different. Um, I think Georgia or Georgia kind of let Florida back into the game last week. Um, yeah. Florida kind of brought it back ever so slightly. Um, so I'm interested to see what Tennessee picked out of that. I'm interested to see what Georgia can do against Tennessee's offense. This is just going to be stupid and fun. I kind of want to just pick Tennessee because I think it's just going to be amazing to see a like one loss Georgia and a one loss Alabama and weirdly undefeated Tennessee just rocky topping it up in the hedges. Just incredible. Go ahead. Give me Tennessee. Give me the balls. <laughs> You're gonna make a lot of people um in my neighborhood very, very happy. The number of UT flags that have just started like popping up out of the woodwork now. All I'm saying away. is I just made your husband real mad though. So well, yeah. I, well, I mean, he was already uh... real mad because you know, Tennessee and Georgia, top three teams in the top three teams in the country playing each other. He's like, Yeah, that that makes me feel real good. Um, but that being Do said, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, the UT offense is prolific. Yes, yes, Georgia has looked mortable multiple times this season but on yardage alone nobody believes this stetson bennett is hendon hookers equal they're within 10 yards of each other and everybody is talking about hendon hooker and how he should be on the heisman list absolutely sure put him on the heisman list stetson bennett better be right there next to him on that they're they're, they're within 10 yards of each other so oh. here's the key to this game for me it's Georgia's defense, right? Georgia's got the number four to defense in the country right now. Tennessee doesn't. Um, and that's kind of putting it lightly. And Georgia's playing at home. 
this is this all adds up to a dog's win for me. I don't like I think eight and a half is kind of silly. Um, I think this game is going to be stupid close. It's going to be stupid fun. Um, I almost want to say take the over here, but I won't because of Georgia's defense. Um, I this game, this game is going to be just as entertaining, I think, as um, Tennessee, Alabama, um, if not, maybe even more so because these two teams feel like they're a little bit more evenly matched here. But I'm I'm sticking with the dogs. I think I think Georgia's is the team that's going to get this done because of that defense. Uh, if I may, to quote Kirk Ferentz, offensive yards are overrated. They may be, Stetson Bennett and Hennon Hooker may be within nine yards. It is nine uh, yards of each other. In fact, Stetson Bennett has more. Yes. Uh, but Stetson Bennett has thrown nine touchdowns and three picks. Hennon Hooker has thrown 21 touchdowns in one pick. That's the difference, kids. And he's also done it on if I can do, if I can math correctly here, 48 uh, less passes. So I, I give you the, all that. I give you all that. What does Georgia do on the goal line? They hand the ball off. They hand the ball off They're, uh Let's see. I, I'm, I'm digging into this. I'm digging into the stats. I'm digging into the crates here. Cause I want to, I want to understand this. Their uh, top running back, Dewan Edwards, has seven touchdowns. Kenny McIntosh has six. Um, I mean, they have 28 touchdowns on the ground and 13 through the air. Yep. So, and that's including four from a backup. So, yeah, this is this is definitely a a running heavy team, especially when you have Brock Bowers as your tight end. Darnell Washington, right. I believe, is out. Brock Bowers is still there. So again, this should be stupid fun. Normally, I don't like watching SEC football on a Saturday, especially a three thirty game because it's always usually overhyped. But a one three Tennessee Georgia game, yes, put it right here. Yep. And so because of that, the next game we're going to talk about is going to be, um, could be a dandy of a game that absolutely nobody will see, and that is on FS one three thirty Eastern, number eighteen Oklahoma State at Kansas. Pokes favored by two. Um. <laughs> AJ fun index of an appropriately fun 65 and a half crappy. Any thoughts on this one? Well, can, can we get on the, the, the rock chalk bowl eligibility train? Like we did for, for UConn. You have been trained for multiple weeks now. Like we keep trying and and, you have been, and and I'm, I'm concerned here because there are, there are two home games left uh for for the Jayhawks the the and one one road game might be possible that's uh, next week at at Texas Tech um this weekend Oklahoma State uh visits uh, visits Texas or visits Kansas um two weeks uh Texas comes to yeah. Kansas they're not and then the, the the rep of the season at K-State and that ain't happening um, yeah. We just need one. We need one win, need one out, win. Out, out, out of here in one of these games. I um, this is this is if this is a possible win. I just don't like I I, I feel like um, Oklahoma State um, is, is going to be in a kind of get right situation um, after after they got whomped last weekend. I, I really I want to pick Kansas. I really, really do. I just I don't think this is it. So maybe um in the next couple of weeks at tech or or Longhorns at home, that's that's when we 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 gotta get uh, Kansas over the hump. I'm not sure this is the week it's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm very concerned that our Jayhawks are going to start the season five and zero and then miss bowl eligibility. That's that's a real possibility here. AJ, you have any thoughts on this one? 
I feel like I, I feel like there might be something fun happening. Jalen okay. Daniels was supposed to be done for the year. Hmm. He is currently listed as an or at first on the depth chart on, at QB one game at for QB one. So he might play. You might, he might be able to spell Jason Bean. Who's looked good. Not great. Yeah. He's doing some things. He was out there yesterday. We'll see. This is what, uh, like, uh, Lance Leipold said that goes, that probably goes for Kobe Bryant. Who's a CB as well. Kansas has been decimated by injuries and Kansas is Kansas. They're not Alabama. So they don't have the depth to be right. able to just next man up. Every coach will say next man up, next man up. There's a reason why there's a starter and a backup. Right. <laughs> so, um, Kansas has been dinged up. I could see them definitely getting some guys back. They just had a bye week, I believe. Getting some people back, potentially making a run, beat Texas. Just do it. Just beat Texas. He beat them last year in DKR. Now they got to come mm. to Lawrence, beat them yeah. in Lawrence too, and then get Texas Tech. Show me a seven and five Kansas. That'd be sure. awesome. That'd yeah, be awesome. that'd be great. Um, you know what? Screw it. Rock shock. Go beat the pokes. Do make it. Mike Gundy pay. Do make it. Mike Gundy have a bad, make Mike Gundy have a bad week. <laughs> and a bad, and a bad hair day. Um, yeah, I Kansas last week just couldn't get anything going on the ground. Right. Like they just couldn't get any sort of ground game going against Baylor, Baylor defense again, pretty good by big 12 standards. So like, that's the key here. Like force get, get established a ground game. If, if, if Jason Bean ends up being the quarterback, like you got to take some of the pressure off of him, right? So you got to try to alleviate some of the pressure, depending on who your starting quarterback is, force Oklahoma State into a mistake or two, because that's how Kansas State, you know, really kind of put the the throttle down last week. Um, Kansas can absolutely win this game. Um, and I think this is, when we're getting on the edge of bowl eligibility here, um, I think they kind of almost need, to win this game while they're facing an Oklahoma State team that's kind of down because I'm on the fence on the tech thing. Like I don't know if they can I that just doesn't feel like a good matchup. Um so I'm gonna say, as I say every week, go get yourselves bowl eligible, Jayhawks. Please. I'm tired of asking every week that this is your week. So please do it this week. Okay. Um <laughs> moving on from the 330 slate because um you know everybody's gonna be watching that game on CBS. Um, so we're going to go to another really fun game, seven Eastern on ESPN, not ABC this week. So ESPN, um, number six, Alabama at number 10, LSU, um, Bama favored by 13 and a half AJ fund index of an, eh, okay. 58. Um, crap. You got thoughts on this one? That line is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That line is stupid. Um, I don't. I don't know if LSU is is uh, is for real. Uh, they've they've looked at the last couple weeks. Um, the quarterback whose name I I do not recall. Uh, I just, he's there's a switch somewhere on his body, and someone figured out where it was, and suddenly he is he is playing like um like he means business. Ah, this is tough. I I that's I I. LSU is my favorite um, uh, SEC nighttime environment. Um, it, mm, boy, 
I'm I'm my I'm going to I'm going to pick LSU really really tight. Um, this is going to be a, a, a this is going to be the coming out game for uh for the family and uh yeah yeah go Tigers go Tigers family family <laughs> family family. AJ, your thoughts? I feel like Alabama. This was their bye week, I think, wasn't it? They had a bye week before this game. No, they um, they not. Oh no, that's right. They, they beat. No, they that's right. They beat Mississippi State. Mississippi Never State. Yeah. Same thing. They had, oh. So they had a bye week. <laughs> um, I feel like Saban is like. I feel like there's like a, a a knife he wants to start turning. Like he wants to start poking and turning and saying like, Hey, we lost to Tennessee. We've been playing sloppy all year. We barely beat Texas A&M. That wouldn't have been a good win or a good loss for them. Yeah. I feel like Bama is going to come out and try to murder LSU. Just like, hey, it's Bryce Young, Jameer Gibbs time. It's like, nope, we we are going to go out and we are going to prove, oh, you want us at six because we have one loss. Adorable. And they're going to try and just absolutely destroy LSU. Um, give me Bama. Give me, give, me, give, me, give me Bama and the points. Sure. Okay. I know that line seems stupid. Give me Bama and the points. They're going to come out and try to kill LSU. <laughs> <laughs> well, and well, and we, and we knew that, right? Like these last week, we were talking about Mississippi State. We were like, yeah, this is the game that you know, whoever has to play, it becomes the sacrificial lamb after a Bama loss. Like we're sorry, Klanga. Like this is not your yeah. end of your week, and that's exactly what happened, right? So, so yes, you're right. The Saban hasn't is trying to get something going here. I am and- also interested to see, just real quick, to see if Brian Kelly has discovered what to do in a big game, right? Because he hasn't, and exactly, and that's that. and that's. And that's my question here, right? I put this here, LSU, are you for real? Um, Yes, LSU knocked off a top 10 ranked Ole Miss team last week in a game that nobody paid attention to, right? So like, unless you were a fan of either one of those two teams, like it was just one of those games that just kind of flew under the radar. Everybody was watching other stuff. This is primetime, best game of the night on ESPN, home game, game that LSU if they play up, can absolutely win, can they? We've seen time and time again that Brian Kelly coach teams cannot close it out. And now they're asking the LSU defense to do it two weeks in a row against another prolific offense, right? Ole Miss's offense is crazy good. Um, they did it one week. Can they do it again against Alabama? That's a big ask out of a defense to stop two offenses like that two two weeks in a row. Um I think the line on this game, I'm crappy. I think the line on this game is silly. I think because the game is at home, LSU is able to keep it close, but give me Bama. Like as long as Bryce Young is your quarterback, like I'm give me Bama and Saban and, and, and a a road win. Um, And Brian Kelly still can't get it done in a big game. Now next year might be a different story. I think after a full year um, in the Bayou, I think, I think we might be having some different, conversations about LSU um, being back at the national level. I also think LSU being ranked at number 10 as a two loss team is very silly. Um, and I know that the reason why the committee did that was to put them ahead of Ole Miss who they just beat head to head, but there are other one loss teams that you could 
potentially put up there. But again, it's the first week of the playoff rankings, whatever. Um, it'll all sort itself out. Anyhow, um, other game at 7 Eastern on FS1. This one should be stupid fun. Um, number 24, Texas at number 13, Kansas State. Texas favored on the road by two and a half points. AJ Fun Index of 54 and a half. Uh, Crappy, any thoughts on this one? I am not picking against Kansas State for the rest of the season. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, with with I, I will reserve, I will reserve my right to change that during bowl season. Um, regular season, Big Twelve championship game. Nope. Go K State. Go K State. Yep. Okay. Regardless <laughs> of who's a quarterback, AJ, any thoughts? Um, K State has a very very good defense and a very good running attack. And Texas's run defense is good, not great. Uh, give me the cats. Easy. Keep good. Keep going purple. We want an all purple Big Twelve championship game. Yes. I, yes. yes, I definitely want to see an, an all, all purple Big Twelve championship game. And little Manhattan at night. You want to talk atmospheres in the Big Twelve? Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Um, it, that's one of the better um, night atmospheres um, in in the Big Twelve, other than Bedlam. Um, but I, I love night games at Little Manhattan. Um, Kansas State hasn't beaten Texas since 2016. Um, oh. One interesting thing here, I mean, Texas coming off of a bye, offenses looked revitalized since Ewers returned. Um, but their last game was a loss to Oklahoma State. And if the transitive properties of college football hold up, um, and we know they don't, but um, that that loss to Oklahoma they State. They are lost. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the, that loss to Oklahoma State doesn't look quite as good anymore. Um, based off of what happened last week, this is a game Kansas State absolutely should win, but they've got the national spotlight. This is where like Kansas State seems to falter in these types of games year after year. They they go out and they do something really good, and we say this is Kansas State's year. They're going to go play for a Big Twelve title, and then something silly happens, and it feels like that's what the setup is here. This is a game Kansas State should win. Will they? Um, I'm taking the Powercats. I want they're my Big Twelve team. Um. I want an all-purple uh, Big 12 final, but this game is super intriguing, so if you don't get completely enamored in what's happening in the bayou, um, keep this game on the flip. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a good one, um, even with the just kind of, eh, fun index. Um, another really interesting game, 7.30 Eastern on NBC or Peacock, apparently. They're doing it on both. Um, number four, Clemson at Notre Dame. Uh, Tigers favored by four on the road, an AJ fund index of a not at all fun 44 and a half points. Um, Krabby, should I make you talk about two of your least favorite teams first? Sure. Um, sure. Why not? Sure. This is the game two years ago where we got our first look at DJ. Uh, yeah. if you recall, um, uh, the, the, the surfer dude was out with COVID, uh, and he came in and played lights out. I would, I think you could make the argument that that's the best game he's played to date. Yeah. Um, at, at most, most consistent at any rate. Um, and, and we know what happened, uh, I don't know if last weekend, a couple of weeks ago where he, he got, he got benched, uh, at home, um, because he was struggling. Uh, does that, I don't know how that plays into what, what we'll see from Clemson this time around. Uh, I know Daba was pretty clear that DJ was his guy and, um, it felt a little bit like the uh, the the dreaded vote of confidence um, 
that if we're you know applying that that uh, that thing to coaches and transferring it to players, <laughs> this I, this should be a Clemson win. Um, Notre Dame has been playing better. Uh, if we're applying transitive properties, that the, their performance against Syracuse versus what Clemson did against Syracuse would suggest that that Notre Dame um that Notre Dame might be a better team at this point, and that's possible. And and Notre Dame. I, there's that weird freaking Notre Dame thing that happens sometimes. Yep. Um, and this would be the perfect situation for it. I'm going to pick Clemson. Um, I would not be surprised if Notre Dame does that Notre Dame thing uh, and, and squeaks out a win in this game. I'm going to go ahead and jump in here because we have very similar thoughts on this game. Because that was the same thing that went through my mind with mm-hmm. the fact that like, this feels like one of those games that Notre Dame screws around and wins. Yeah. All right. Um, it's at home. It's a night game in South Bend. You have a Clemson team that we're all a little skeptical about. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame seems to be putting it, getting its acts together at the right time to kind of, you know, finish out the season on a super high note. Um, you know, again, the the Syracuse transitive properties, right? Clemson had to eke out a win at home against Syracuse. Notre Dame crushed the Orange in the dome, right? Like, mm-hmm. th- I mean, that's a much more impressive win, and so you kind of get your head scratching a little bit. Um, yes, Clemson's defense is good, particularly against the run, um, but Notre Dame's offense is pretty balanced like they're not going to rely heavily on one or the other so if they can't get the ground game going are they going to be able to keep you know like that might actually play in their favor a little bit um but yeah saturday night in in november in south bend clemson's the pick here but like this is that dreaded keep this game on the flip right (laughs) scoreboard watch this one and if this game is close at the half you're going to want to keep pay attention to this one because here's the thing i think it's possible that the alabama lsu game is not interesting in the second half i think that's a possibility Mm, it could could happen and if that happens this might be the game that we all end up flipping to um because i think this game could be really intriguing particularly late in the fourth quarter don't lose track of this one uh aj what do you think this game won't be close will shipley's gonna run for 200 yards give me clemson it's not even close it's, I'm sorry, Notre Dame on a Saturday night. I've never, I've never heard a quieter place in my life. <laughs> There's going to be so much shushing. All of the old people are going to be like, "It's almost our bedtime. We can't get riled up now. Give me my sleepy time tea." I'm sorry, it's Notre Dame. This ain't it. That's what I have in here. Sleepy exactly, time sleepy time tea. Oh, so yeah, no, I'm. I don't believe in Notre Dame in any way, shape, or form. Y'all lost to Marshall at home. <laughs> Okay. Um, yes. Point. Point made. Point made. Very clearly. Um. Okay. So we're gonna wrap things up early again this week. Um. At eight o'clock Eastern on the mythical ACC network. Um. Number twenty-one Wake Forest at number twenty-two NC State. Wake favored by four and a half. An AJ Fun Index of a myth fifty-four. Um. Crappy, you're enamored with the ACC. What do you think about this game? I am not that enamored with the ACC to have a, a whole lot of thoughts about this game um i i i I don't know what what is up with wake um the 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 game that the game against louisville was just uh, brutal um i don't know do do you come back again you know in what i I guess we call it research triangle rivalry i don't know if that is or not if that exists during football season in that Uh, part of the country it it does but wake's not part of it (laughs) Yeah, Wait, okay. So, uh, yeah, but I, it's I, I, uh, I, NC State at home, 
uh, wakes wakes a mess right now. Yeah. Hey, did you have thoughts? I feel like you can only have six turnovers in a third quarter once, <laughs> right? It's like a weird YOLO, I guess. But like, that feels like one of those things where it's like, that's like a really weird, stupid game where like everything broke all yeah. at once. Mm -hmm. And to be entirely honest, they 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 lost the game to to Louisville that they could, should have won on paper. But I'm sorry, when you turn over the ball eight times, you're not winning that game. Right. So I feel like uh, there were a whole lot of uh, Wake Forest players having to carry footballs to class this week. Uh, I feel like there were a couple of uh, Sam Hartman had to like throw footballs into trash cans all over the campus. I don't know. Uh, NC State is kind of sort of broken right now. They don't have a like distinct starter as a quarter for at quarterback. I think Wake gets it together and goes out, goes to Raleigh and comes out with a win. Yeah, as messed up as this game is, this this game's kind of the hot mess express for me, right? Because both these teams really don't we don't we don't know what's going on with either of these teams. Like I agree, last week was probably an anomaly for Wake. Um, you know, but you you have an NC State team that doesn't have a starting quarterback um at this point because you know, we benched second the second stringer who is in now because starting quarterback is out for the year with injury. He got benched. It was the third string quarterback, Jack Chambers, who had to lead a comeback against a really, really not great Florida or Virginia tech team last week. Like I watched part of that game. I, mm -hmm. it was on. Um, and I was like, wait, Virginia tech is beating NC state. Like, how is that happening? And then I was paying attention to like what was going on. And I was like, Oh, it's starting quarterback. Like there's all kinds of weird things going on. And it was the third stringer who came in and led that comeback and they won the game by one point. Right. 22, 21. Um, so honestly, I'm, if Wake can hold on to the football, this is a game that Wake should win. I, I think last week was an anomaly, but you know, I put in my notes here, like, can an entire team have the yips? Right? Like, I, I don't know. Like, what? How else do you explain what happened last week? And are they going to be like, are they going to be thinking it? Like, where's our heads going to be? Like, are they going to be thinking, overthinking it to the point that they actually continue to make turnovers? Right? Because that happens to teams um, where they stress carrying the ball. Or you know, holding on to the football possession, and then they do stupid things like turn the ball over in the first drive, and then everybody just freaks out. Um, I, this is a game that Wake should win, as long as they don't turn the ball over. So, um, this is a scoreboard watch game for me. I'm just gonna like you know keep it an eye on it, maybe keep an eye on like turnovers, um, and see what's happening there. But otherwise, I think the other games are gonna be a little bit more entertaining. But this is something to keep an eye on because both these teams are ranked and it could have implications um for a conference title game later in the season. <clears throat> I get to be the end of the show right now. Yay. Um boys and girls, you can hear the Carlin Crappy show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and a variety of other podcasting hosts. You can watch us on YouTube or on the show's Facebook page. If you like us, please subscribe, rate, and review. If you don't, all together now, mind, mind your, your own, own damn, damn business. business. Um, be sure to come back next week to see just how wrong I was in particular, because I'm picking a lot of games with my heart this week. Um, AJ, oh, I'm going to be awful. I'm going to be awful. AJ, you had a fun game you wanted to play with us. So um, I I'm going gonna, gonna to let you uh, play this like mini game show thing. That you had all right. This is a mini game show. We've, we've covered 12 games. I have six more. Oh God. However, okay. yes. we are not going to cover them in depth because I haven't told either Carla nor Crappy what these games are. 
No. I've done this on purpose because Carla, I know, loves to do her research and understand all these things. Crappy actually did most of his picks this week the same way. Crappy's got a lot of practice. So I'm going to give you a game. You have 15 seconds to tell me who you think is going to win the game. All thoughts, no vibes. I'm not telling you what the spread is. I'm not telling you what the fund index is. I'm just going to give you the game. You tell me who's going to win. Good. Carla. Mm-hmm. Noon Eastern, ESPN, Florida, Texas A&M. Who you got? Florida. They're tr- I, 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 I like them. Crappy. Who you got? Uh, Gators. Jim, Jimbo, Jimbo Death Watch continues. Great. Next game, 4 p.m. on ESPN Plus, South Alabama at Georgia Southern. Uh, Georgia Southern? The only reason I put this game on here is because Kyle Van Treese is a uh, Detmer god. Detmer is uh, a, a stat to tell how bad a quarter, how great a quarterback is, excuse me, in terms of how many touchdowns, <laughs> yards, and interceptions they throw in a season. He is the clear leader. Um, did, so, one, did, did Georgia Southern play at, at Ohio State? No. They no. beat. They were the ones who beat Nebraska got Scott Frost fired. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's where I'm going. Great. Mm-hmm. 7 p.m. on the NFL Network. Again, a channel I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Houston at SMU. Uh, show ponies. Go SMU. Mm-hmm. Houston. Great work. Thank uh, you. The, on- the main reason I put that on there is because that has an over-under of 66 and a half. Woo. Just a great game. Fun, fun, fun. 7 7.30 p.m. ESPNU. A game that Louisville, I question why you scheduled this game. Seems like a terrible idea. James Madison at Ella, at Louisville. I, I scratched my head. I almost put this one on the rundown when I saw that. Yes. Um, this is a game that James Madison could trap. win. Trap. I think that, it is a trap. It's totally trap. a trap game, especially after they just knocked off Wake. Um, I, trap. James Madison used to be one of the teams that I managed when I was at Yahoo. So I'm going to be real stupid and say James Madison. Trap. Jimmy Madison. Trap. Jimmy. Jimmy Jimmy Mads. All right. Next game, 7.30 p.m. ABC, your game day game. Florida State at Miami. For some reason, we didn't put this in the poll run up. Hold on. So you get it this time. Uh... Crappy, you're first. Watch anything else. <laughs> uh, uh, Florida State. My, my gut here said Florida State too, and I have no reason for it. I just, yeah, sure. Go Knowles. Uh, by the way, I put, I put in my notes, steer wide right of this game. Uh, <laughs> finally, hey! finally, 9.30 p.m., because there is a late game worth watching, in my oh, opinion. 9.30 okay. p.m., FS1. UCLA at Arizona State. I like that UCLA offense. I will take the Bruins. 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 Yep. My brain says that's a trap game. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Feels kind of trappy. That has been the rapid fire roundup uh, where I pick some games and I just make Carla and crappy not think about it. Just go with whatever they feel, whatever feels right. That's all vibes. Um, Thank you for joining us this week. Carla has uh, told you to mind your business if you don't think we're a five-star show. I'm going to say it again. If you don't give us a five-star ranking, mind your business, keep it moving. Please. <laughs> Please. I'll go ahead and give my final thought so you can you can, you can can close this out, Krabby. Um, right. So my, fi- my final thought is, oh, hey, it's Indiana week. Um, 
three thirty Eastern on ABC. Um, you know, that's the reason that's enough to cause heart palpitations, especially after a game that, um, you know, um, Penn state probably should have, could have won. Um, this is a game that Penn state should win because Indiana's defense is not good at all, but again, it's Indiana enough to make me sweat a little bit. Um, other thing, I'm sporting my my MTSU because um yeah sorry we we got the win oh, yeah, last week AJ sorry about that um okay. so uh <laughs> hey you know it happens um middle looks to continue its rebound at Louisiana Tech that game's at three Eastern on ESPN plus a win here would get the Raiders within one win of bowl eligibility and they've got a couple winnable games late in the season so that would make them bowl eligible um so go 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 win in Louisiana Blue Raiders please go um crappy. You can have oh, the driver's seat back. I'm I, done. Hold on. I have one done? final thought. Please do, do. Have one final thought. Carla. Please do. Carla, we have a we have a crap game that we need to talk about. Noon, ESPN three, Robert Morris at Charleston Southern. Carla, how many wins do the Colonials have this year? That would be a big fat zero for our all in modern. That is correct. How many wins does Charleston Southern have? I have no idea. One. <laughs> Bobby Mo, go to Charleston, South Carolina, and go get you some good food. Do it, win, please. Do, Do it. Us. Come home with a win. We have, we have, we have butt watch. <laughs> Bobby Mo butt watch is on. We're sorry, uh, we're sorry, Chris Shovelin. Have fun with that one. Oh, folks. Obviously, um, next Tuesday is Election Day. There are a lot of important things going on, and I'm, I'm not going to poke fun at Election Day because, um, it's serious business. Actually, um, I will suggest. Don't get too caught up in watching election returns on Tuesday night, as we've uh, seen it as recent history demonstrates. We're not going to know. We're, we're not going to know for days. What you should do instead is uh, is fire up some action. The Battle of the Bricks at Oxford, Ohio, by Bobcats against. Um, I have no words to describe Miami other than obscene ones that would get us a, a, a nasty rating on on um, Apple Podcasts. So I'm not gonna. But I would point out couple things bobcats have won four in a row um unfortunately they're one in three on the road this season uh miami's struggling right at 500 ish should be a win but this is a rivalry game you know how it goes um go bobcats Marla, thank you for everything that you did this week and uh, putting the show together you did a marvelous job once again you have to talk for 72 hours. Yeah, Seven, uh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. One hour per game. You know, that's 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 to be expected. <laughs> AJ, thank you once again. That that speed that the um the the, the game show thing is interesting. Uh, we might um maybe we could add that to Bullapalooza. Yeah, some games that we're not picking. I think that would be that with a big crowd, that would be that would be a fun thing to do. That would be fun. Yes. Um, and guys, thank you once again uh for, for tuning in. Uh we appreciate it as always. Enjoy the games this weekend. Enjoy your early week maction. Uh and come back here next week when we will do it all again. Finally, boys and girls, cheers, beat Michigan. See you. <laughs>